Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh and welcome back to Editors Forum this evening. Shukran so much for joining me on the show tonight. Now, in this part of the show, we're going to touch base with Sheikh Rafiq Hassan from Lotus FM and we're going to unpack what some of the big stories was in his neck of the woods. Sheikh is online already. Sheikh, assalamu alaikum to you. Shukran so much for joining us tonight, Sheikh. Let's chat first with uh, the PP, the Public Protector Tuli Madunsela, now taking action against one of the Itikwini councillors. Talk to us about that story. Yes, uh, as you know, uh, there has been a problem going on for some time on this matter, uh, especially when it came to. Uh, you know, the tendering process, I think it's called Section 36 or some one of those uh, section uh, uh, under the Constitution, which is talking about transparency, when, especially when it's coming to, uh, you know, giving these uh, contracts out for, for these big tender jobs. Now, there has been, uh, she's found a lot of irregularities over the years, uh, uh, you know, the public prosecutor, Martin Sella, and they have been actually ignoring it, the Itikwini Council and Exco. But I think now she's, she's decided that uh, they're not responding or they're not cooperating. And uh, because I think uh, Mr. Zbu, uh, you know, Sitole uh, is in charge of that section, so she's formally now going to take the matter up for investigation. So I think it's, uh, it's a lot going to come out. As you know, the Itikwini Council compared to the other councils in other provinces and other cities, it's one of the biggest uh, councils in terms of the, the rent value and, and the budget that they have. You know, they, it, it runs into a billion. So I think this is going to be a big showdown. And also it's, another thing is, uh, you know, it is KZN, it is uh, President Zuma's territory as well in this area. They, have, they are supporting him uh, to the nail. Uh, you, uh, so I think it's going to be interesting to know how this is going to uh, mm-hmm. open up uh, down the road. But it seems to be heading for a lot of can of worms that are going to come out of this investigation should it go ahead. Yes. Now, what's also been a very divisive issue has been the torching and the uh, damage to uh, vital infrastructure, especially uh, when we're talking about educational institutions. We look now at the Buwani situation and the amount of schools torched there. And now, recently, UJ students at the University of Johannesburg torched an an auditorium, and that is obviously going to cost millions of rands. I mean, what exactly is happening there? You know, again, as, as much as we, we, firstly, we want to say that, you know, we are disappointed in such a thing. And it's obviously uh, to think that this is at the university level, that's supposed to be the future intelligentsia of our country. These are supposed to be our future leaders and intellectuals who are going to take this country forward. And if they can resort to such, a, you know, an act showing they have complete disregard for you know, how to protest. I mean, we protested. There was, during apartheid, we used to protest. The Soweto students were protesting. That what turned the tide uh, of apartheid, as you know, the 1976 school riot. But they didn't go and burn the schools. I mean, they, you know, they targeted the police and the, the government institutions. They didn't target what is going to benefit them. So, they would, having said that, uh, it, there is also, we must also understand, and there is uh, some truth, that there is a third force that's operating in the country at this level. Uh, there is a definitely a hidden hand. There have been many, if you recall, it's not the first time. Last year when the student 
at uh, protests, there was all these damages at the various universities. Uh, footages were shown of students, of people dressed as students or in the crowd, but were not students who were bust in and, you know, came in from the outside. So I think uh, th- this matter is being looked at, and, and I think uh, somehow the other, because for, because of political reasons, you know, scoring political points, uh, people, is very easy to, today you can hire a voter, you can hire a supporter and fill a stadium, and you can also hire, you know, a, 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 an arsonist to go and do something and get paid for the job. And lastly, if we end off about, uh, I think, a month away from the month of Ramadan, uh, and uh, you can uh, slowly see that Muslims are now starting to prepare themselves, uh, not just uh, within the household, but also spiritually for this month. Uh, Sheikh, your take? Yes, I think what we are, want to encourage, uh, Tasnim, is that besides the fact that, you know, the Ummah right now is, is, is talked about globally, uh, as Muslims, as an Ummah, we are probably... Uh, you know, in heaven, been in such problems as the Ummah is going through right now. Uh, you're looking at all over the Muslim world currently. Uh, I think the month of Ramadan is the month of blessings, we said. So I want to just start off by saying, you know, let us come to the Quran. I think the Ramadan is the month of Quran. Fasting is the month uh, when during Seheri and Iftar, uh, when you are opening a fast and closing a fast, du'as are being answered. So we are just saying, uh, let's start from now preparing. Let's uh, those who did not do the, you know, missed the fast for some reason that was valid last year. You got this few days, a few weeks of Shaban left. The ladies cover it up, take it seriously, and and prepare for this month. I think more than anything else, why we are talking about it is, I think the Ummah needs a lot of earnest uh, supplications and sincere supplications to get us out of the quagmire we are in. And on that note, we'll leave it there to you, Sheikh. Shukran so much for joining us on the show tonight, and we'll catch up next week, inshallah. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa And on that note, I'm going to take my leave, and uh, from here on out, Yazid Kamaldin, well-known Cape Town journalist, takes you through until 9 o'clock, and he's tackling the local government elections. Remember, it's our weekly series every Tuesday between 7 and 9 o'clock, and tonight he tackles the IEC. Do remember that he'll be taking your questions as well. Any uh, niggly questions that you want answered by the IEC, we've got them on air tonight, as we count down the days to the local government elections 2016. Well, I'll be back next Tuesday, inshallah, from myself, Tasneem. Adam Zoo, Assalamu Alaikum Warahmatullahi Wabarakatuh.